voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio, originating from Indianapolis, Indiana this week. We are back from from Naples, Florida, and here we are back in Indy, so we still have a lot of radio news, so Jeff, take it away. Well, first of all, I want to say hello to everybody, everybody all over the world who listens to All Things Radio and to the new listeners who are just finding us as well. We'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective. We'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' call that are in format changes. And we have a featured segment and an air check segment, both of which really relate to each other. Last week, the people who know, or Frank Sinatra, know that there was a guy who did a show called The Sounds of Sinatra. His name was Sid Mark. He passed away. He worked at WWE. Well, he worked at WPHT in Philadelphia. He worked at WWDB in Philadelphia, as well as the old WHAT FM in Philadelphia. But he knew Frank Sinatra. It wasn't that he was the host and he documented everything. He actually knew Frank Sinatra personally, had a relationship with him, had him as a guest on his show many times, as long as as well as Nancy Sinatra and Frank Sinatra Jr. So we're going to hear all about Frank Sinatra from. An interview that he did with his Frank Sinatra's son, the late Frank Sinatra Jr., as well as an air check of him from WWDB in August of 1989. Finally, we're going to see what's really wrong with radio. I always kid, I always kid you guys because I know. But we're going to hear what radio sounds like in LaGrange, Georgia, at radio station WTRP-FM with their classic country format. Problem with the radio station? Well, I'll let you hear it. You'll, you can talk about it and send me email or send Bill mail about it. Is that... Although they have done by a satellite, there's nothing that really sells the listener that the host is in LaGrange, Georgia, where they could have customized it more to make it sound more realistic. And that's it. That's all I can tell you. That's what we've got today on All Things Radio Live. Bernie, I got, I'm normally, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, taking your, I'm taking the thunder away from you. Are you ready for me to take the thunder uh, away from you a little bit, Bill? But Bernie, what's going on with the ratings? Um, there's a trend in the ratings for adult hits formats on, these, on this All Things Radio, on, on the personal people meter ratings. And WJJK, is that the one in Indiana, is number one in the book this oh, time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, it, well, it's not just adult hits. It's the classic hits. And what yeah, are they doing? Classic what, hit stations. What are they doing that's, that's, that's causing them to be, is it, is it just the sampling, or is it just where the meters are at this point? I think they, it, it's, they play a very, very safe, boring playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, people like anybody on this board, anybody who listens to this show, probably would not really enjoy them much because, I mean, you hear the same songs all the time. And as if, if you tuned in right now, you would hear a song you've heard a million times. But listeners like that stuff. Well, they do. As a matter of fact, for those who like to listen to radio, and I, get, I, I subscribe to five different radio publications that I look at to get the radio news. And 
my phone was blowing up today because WOGL in Philadelphia dropped the whole oldies identity, and it's now Big 98.1 with music from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Um, they changed the imaging, and they changed where they do their stop sets. I'll talk about this in next week's All Things Radio live broadcast as well and in the radio news segment. But, uh, but of course, uh, you know, what can you say? I mean, this is this is where it's going. At the, and 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 we're going to talk also about the fact that a radio station in Florida isn't really promoting itself, even though they're on a translator, even though they're on HD sub channels. They're promoting people to listen to their app on their on their iPhone or Android device. Uh, more and more of that. And by the way, Bernie, I was right when I got back to Indy. Five, <laughs> I've, I found my radio. My radio, I came back, it was in pieces. For some reason, it got knocked off. The back was missing. I never found the back, but I found an older radio that the back matched it. So I got it on, put the radio back together. The radio dial was exactly, exactly the same. Uh, with well, the now you're not disappointed. No, <laughs> hey, but one hundred three nine. You got a problem-solving problem weekend though. Last weekend, wow. when you got home. Yes, we did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I listened to that. I, I that heard that. Crazy. I was like, but, I said, "Prom song weekend." I got to give them credit. I've never seen a prom like, song weekend. Yeah, doing a flashback. Playing, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, I I told my wife, I said, next year on prom song weekend. I need that weekend off. You need that. <laughs> and you know... I had so much, well, I had so much trouble with that weekend because you have to come up with things to say. And it yeah. was really difficult. <laughs> what do you say about proms? The, the, the biggest thing is buying the buying the clothing to wear for the prom. Yeah, you, you know? got to find out where the people are going to get the booze to sneak in. That's the big thing about proms. You know, we all know well, that. Well, I think the, yeah. the idea is we played songs from years past and... Right. How do you know that that was somebody's prom song? You know, we well, you don't. Know. say, "Hey, all right, this this is this school's prom song." We, we have no idea. No, like the t- you can go, you can easily kind of guess what songs might have been played at a school dance in general. But the proms, sure. you know, it's different things sure. than the regular school dance. Because school dances are the more upbeat, but then the prom, you know, and then the one or two slow ones, and then the upbeat again. But yeah, you got it was, I got it was an interesting. Concept for a theme weekend that I'd never heard that before. <laughs> well, I didn't go to my prom, so I don't. You know, I would have been I really skipped in my prom too, so I, I skipped mine. I didn't go. I had no. I didn't no, care. I went to they, would, they would have definitely invited you if you'd been the one bringing the booze. They would have had you right there. I would, yeah, they well, would have wanted me that. Before, yeah, we were elsewhere with the booze. Uh, hey, before so we go to the news. Michael Loff, he doesn't usually come in. He either has breaking news or he's bored as hell and listening to us. <laughs> and I'm not figured out which one it is yet. Which one is it, Michael? Are you prepared to talk? Oh, yeah. Hello. Um, yeah. Hello. Not, you, not too bored, but I know what Bernie's saying. I was listening to KC in St. Louis this afternoon. You're right. It's just play it safe radio. But it gets ratings, yeah. so that's what they do. As as somebody said about uh, wow for here turn them and burn them yeah yeah well and and they, and and they are burning them but you know what people still listen but remember you said the same thing and I said the same thing to you guys when I when I heard heard that lecture with Scott Muni from WNEWFM in New York and he said look we, uh, everyone says they want to hear unfamiliar music and all the album rocks say they we all want to hear obscure music they don't they really don't know what no. they want to hear they want to hear maybe an occasional obscure cut. 
but if you put a, if you put a lot of obscurity in the in the in the playlist, then the then the ratings drop, and they drop like well, a hot potato. They go, they go to the obscure cuts now. They they don't have to wait. They don't have to hear that on the radio. If they want the obscure cuts, they go get it on their own, on their Alexa, or their Spotify, or Pandora, or whatever. You know. Mike, I, mean, I, uh, I, I I know I'm asking you and I'm putting you on the spot, but why don't we plug your website one more time because I think it really is a good site and we will and I'm gonna and you me you and I are gonna do a thing on there on the online radio receivers what that you can listen to, but maybe you could just tell them about your website briefly. Okay, yeah, we have a website at lawware.com, L-A-U-F-W-A-R-E.com, and I have a radio page there with has uh, links to about. 300 software-defined radios, so these are receivers you can actually tune, and they're located all over the world. Right now, they're all below 30 megahertz, so AM galore, but no FM that I found thus far, but kind of neat to listen to stations all over the globe and kind of see what they're doing. Wow. Great, 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 great stuff. So I'm still looking for a copy of my retirement show. <laughs> We're working on that. I'm I don't still, have it, Bernie. I've look, been looking for it. I just don't have it anywhere. <laughs> I wish I did. Our friend, in Pen- our friend in Pennsylvania, is still working on that for you. Yeah, I thought. Uh, I thought maybe Michael had it because he put it up here uh, one time. Oh, that's a good point. Well, I should have it somewhere. I don't think I deleted it. So I would. Just... I would pay you for it. Oh, <laughs> I, wait a I, I do have it somewhere now. Can... It's. It's I don't scope, even care if but it's, uh, yeah. I know it's not complete because there are places we took it out and stuff, but. If you have it at all, really, I would, I would be so great. Yeah, well, we'll get that to you. Yeah, the problem was the, the automation they used to feed it online wasn't in sync, and it lost a part of each break. I think. Right. Yeah, that was. But I'm okay with that. And we've got. And, and it. I tried. To, I tried to record and, it at home. And, and, and Mike, record, if you know so. the podcast number that it's on, I may actually, I may actually have it because I've saved. I've been saving all the podcasts that we do, or a lot of them. So. Well, it would have been. Uh, it would have been, let's see, I, I retired on July 20th, 2018, so it might even have been the next Thursday. Okay, we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll take a look. Cause I, we'll I find out. I'm sure I have it, Bernie. Yeah. I wouldn't delete you, buddy. I have that in your great speech you did to the alumni a couple of years ago. Oh, uh, my God. That was too much fun. I that was an awesome. It would have been July 26th or August 3rd of, of 18, yeah, one of those two podcasts. We'll, we'll, we'll find it, Bernie. Anytime you can get three of us in a room like that, right there standing next to one another, <laughs> no wonder the alumni has never true. been the same. Good point. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Yeah. We were right there. All right. I guess we better do this award-winning news from Jeff. Oh, yeah. Uh, we haven't figured out the award yet, but... He says it's award-winning. It's on the way. It's legendary. It's... Whatever. And we know it's made out of all things radio. And here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. It's all about Las Vegas this week. Odyssey will manage Fox News audio. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and continue our look at the March Nielsen Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and it's all about Vegas. You know what they say when you go to Vegas, whatever you do in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, that's not true this week. The National Association of Broadcasters is holding its big meeting in Las Vegas this year. It's been two years since everyone in radio has gotten together. It's a very busy week this week, and we'll give you some of the highlights of what we know about that has been released to us concerning the NAB show in Las Vegas, Nevada. First of all, congratulations go out to Caroline Beasley, who's been given the award of Broadcaster of the Year. She's the CEO of Beasley Media, and the company has certainly turned out to be very, very successful. In other news, Kurt Ledgite, 
who is the head of the National Association of Broadcasters in a recent talk at the show, told the crowd that the FCC has to modernize the way radio ownership is dealt with. Yes, radio ownership has to become more competitive because radio can't compete with today's digital companies. Another news that was brought up in the show, radio is not the most important thing that people want in their cars these days. What people want in their cars is Bluetooth. Bluetooth allows users to use their phones as radios in the car, and they can stream their favorite songs from YouTube and other music services, as well as listen to their favorite radio stations on the Internet. Data these days is not expensive anymore, and many phone companies have data plans that are quite reasonable. The National Association of Broadcasters also recognize radio stations for their public service and what they have done for the community. All of these radio stations are winners of this year's Crystal Awards. These radio stations include KBFB-FM, Dallas, Texas, KCLY-FM, Clay Center, Kansas, KSFI-FM, Salt Lake City, Utah, KTAR-FM, Phoenix, Arizona, KTMY-FM, Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota, KYWAM, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, WDAS-FM, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, WFEZ-FM, Miami, Florida, WMGK-FM, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and WTLC-FM, Indianapolis, Indiana. In other news, Fox News and Odyssey have entered into a cooperative agreement where Fox long-form audio would be distributed by Odyssey. The reason? Odyssey has technology which will allow users to listen to that audio and rewind and fast-forward what they're listening to. This is already being done on Odyssey News and News Talk radio stations. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Congratulations go out to Scott Furrow, who's the new host of SoCal Live that airs on radio station KKLA-FM in Los Angeles, California. KKLA-FM programs a religious format. Congratulations also go out to Mike Killebrew Mondell, who's the new program director at radio stations WJJK-FM and WNDX-FM. Both stations are located in Indianapolis, Indiana. Mike Killebrew Mondell comes to these radio stations after working for iHeartMedia. Midwest Communications has made changes at two of its radio stations in Duluth, Minnesota and Springfield, Illinois. In Duluth, Minnesota, 970 WDUL AM and its FM translator on 98.1. God is the talk programming replaced with top 40 programming provided by Westwood One. And in Springfield, Illinois, Midwest Communications has launched classic hits on 970 WMAY AM and its translator on 102.5 FM. In San Diego, California, congratulations go out to Deanne Mackey, who's the new general manager of radio station KPBS-FM and KPBS-Television. Finally, congratulations go out to Jordan Silva, who's the new midday personality at radio station KRBZ-FM in Kansas City, Missouri. The station is owned and operated by Odyssey with an alternative rock format. Jordan Silva comes to this radio station after working for iHeartMedia in Los Angeles, California. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen March Personal People Media Ratings. In Washington, D.C., the number one rec radio station is WAMU-FM with a news talk and information format. The number two rank radio station is WTOP-FM with their all-news format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Washington, D.C. is WHUR-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one rank radio station is WROR-FM with a classic its format. The number two rank radio station is WBZ-FM with an all-sports format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WMJX-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one rank radio station is KIROFM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is KRWMFM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Seattle, Washington is KUOWFM with a news talk format. In the Miami Fort Lauderdale, Florida market, the number one rank radio station is WFEZ FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WHQT FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station serving the Miami Fort Lauderdale, Florida market 
is WCMQ FM with a Spanish format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one ranked radio station is WOMC FM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is WMXZ FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WCSX FM with a classic rock format. In Phoenix, Arizona, Guess who's number one? It's KJZZ FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news, talk, and information format. The number two ranked radio station is KESZ FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KSLX FM with a classic rock format. Now let's move to Minneapolis, Minnesota, where the number one ranked radio station is KSTP FM with a hot adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is KNOW FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in the Minneapolis St. Paul, Minnesota market is KZJK FM with an adult hits format. In San Diego, California, the number one ranked radio station is KXSN FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is KFBG FM with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Diego, California is XHRM FM with a rhythmic adult contemporary format. In the Tampa, St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one ranked radio station is WDUV FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WCIE FM with a Christian CHR format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station serving the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WWRM FM with an adult contemporary format. Now let's travel to Denver, Colorado, where the number one ranked radio station is KQMT FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KYGO FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Denver, Colorado is KIMN FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one ranked radio station is WWIN FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WLIF FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WQSR FM with an adult its format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one ranked radio station is KSHE FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KPNT FM with an alternative format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KEZK FM with an adult contemporary format. Next week, we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen March Personal People Meter Ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Indeed, followed by Get Upside, Home Depot, Zip Recruiter, and Straight Talk. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team for all things radio i'm jeff bennett thank you jeff hey bernie will you want to work at uh, wlhk fm and uh and you're in indianapolis indiana you can because they're looking for a new morning guy oh great that's what i want to do hey one yeah. go wait that'd be deja vu wouldn't it uh, that jo- that's uh, Joey Tack is his name. He's leaving the he's leaving the company. Uh, he was assistant program director. Wow, the- he was there for a really only eight months. Eight months he was there. Wow. I, I, it just came through on the wire right, right as we were talking, as Bill was uh, running the radio news. Yeah, that would be weird for me to work there because that used to be WNS. That's going to be your future fan, or something like it. Yeah, that's what we keep thinking, don't we? We keep saying that. <laughs> Hey, it would make yeah, sense. That would be smart to do that. It would be very smart to do that. All right, Bernie, I aim to please. We got your air check back, your final show at lawfare.com right. slash bernieegan.mp3. So, wow. Oh, my God. Capital B, capital E. So, yeah, and, you Bernie, can, uh, if you need me, go capture that for you. I will. 
Yeah, I should be able to capture it. Right, but if you need help, yeah, it's, it's not going to run away from you, Freddie. Believe me. <clears throat> yeah, I can. No, I, I could set up something where you can get to download the MP3. Uh, oh, just put it in the Dropbox folder and right-click on it and send it to him as a link and email, and and he'll be able to get it from your Dropbox. Yeah, folder. Bill, give me Bernie's email. Or, okay. Yeah. I don't even know it. Yeah, Bernie. Bernie one zero five seven at Comcast.net. Oh, I think yeah. now everybody <laughs> knows it. Now the whole world. Yeah, I don't knows. care. I, I don't care if anybody knows that. That's right. I work yeah. with my cell phone. If I don't want to. Bernie's easy to find. Well, there are some yeah. people on the ledger that don't like their emails given out. I guess I don't. I, I don't care. Hey, <laughs> if I you're not care. if you're not caring about where I'm at, then you're not caring about yeah. me at all. So hey. Go for I mean, it. I'm on I'm on Facebook and I'm on Facebook so that I can get people. <laughs> He's the whole yeah, but you know, we're missing all your posts, Brandon, because when when the when the Pacers were playing, you posted you posted every day about something going on with the Pacers. No, I only posted when they won. I know. And, that, we, and we, now we, he won't be able to say anything till like November. So yeah, we missed well, those I posts. Say stuff. I, I still say stuff. Well, they'll have the draft, and they'll have maybe some free agent pickups well, or whatever. They just have to move a baseball team into Indianapolis, and then you can post all year. Oh, that's true. Well, so, we'll work on that. Whatever. But but we'll you know keep working. But Jeff, that was that was uh, very good news. It looks like the the same old number ones are usually coming back, with the exception of the one in Phoenix. You know, the Dove in the Tampa Bay area must just have a stranglehold. That yeah. station. Yeah. yeah. Just. And they've been doing the same format for years. Before they, they easily trans, transitions from an easy listening radio station to a adult adult contemporary format radio station, and no one missed a beat. They they continued to be number one in no matter what format they did with that whole thing. So they've been doing yeah. very. With very the name well. like the, with the name like the Dove, you think it would be a Christian station, but you know I know it's not. They, but they you think predated that kind a lot of, of that. that station predated a lot of yeah. those. And why aren't Christian stations? Is it because they're nonprofit? Most of them, they're never usually in the ratings. But when they are, like uh, K Love does quite well. Like like we have one here. We have K Love. -Love They don't subscribe to. They don't subscribe to the ratings. They used to. Now KSBJ in Houston, they're usually up in the top five, and they're non-commercial. They're they're usually. But a lot of the a lot of the Christian stations, I mean, there's they don't need to worry about it because they've got no, they don't care. Money to them all the time. Yeah, and then Kayla doesn't and, care about the ratings because no, as long as you give them forty a Kayla month, they're happy. <laughs> yes. Just give me give like, them their forty a month. You're you're they're good to go. Now the one in Dallas usually ends up in the top five, and in Houston they're non-commercial. They end up top five, and then you know St. Louis has theirs usually. You know, they, they, although they, they haven't been in the, in the top five lately, that's the, that's KLJY in St. Louis. Yeah, but, uh, and the one yeah, in Dallas yeah, dropped down too quite a and, bit. And as I said before, blades, when you so. when you look at the trends this month, uh, even even off one of our radio correspondents that I, that I read was talking about the fact that there are more adult hit formatted radio stations in the, that are in the top five this in this book that I've seen before. Oh. The, like K, look, just in, as an example, KFBG in San Diego, California. Has never been in the top five, it, even when it was. Um, oh, I forgot the name of the callers they had before, um, but they were never in the top five. But now they are, and which is unusual for them because there's well, nothing spectacular about them. But you know, they're they, they just they just it's just you know it's where the sample hits, and 
you don't know how how they're doing the panels or how many how many people have these meters and now with the new wearable people meters i could be in a restaurant and the meter might be picking up what i'm listening to in the restaurant but i'm not really listening yep. to the radio station or, or what they're monitoring but it's going to be an interesting way how that radio ratings skew once these wearables come out well it's going to be different and it's so different now i can pick up my phone hit the side button and say you know play b1057 boom it's their plane i did that just the other day and it worked yeah i mean that, yeah. that's all it takes why i I, I didn't even pick up my radio the whole time I was in Florida, really, because what's the point? What I mean, it's radio. We're li- I call it radio. We're listening to the radio stations, but we're just exactly. using different. And, well, Bernie, I have a question for you because yeah. I had this discussion with Joe Elliott over at WHAS, and, and he I, said that, I really I need to talk to him sometime. I haven't spoken with him for years. Yeah, he's a good guy. So. Uh, We'll facilitate that. But he made the statement that a lot of these owners would rather have a point eight and make money rather than a three share and be losing revenue. They uh-huh. were concerned about that bottom line, the natural rating. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. How could I mean, a point really eight is. though be making money? Oh well, uh, they must be, or they wouldn't stay on the air. Certain demographics that they have, uh, specific if they demographics can, that they. If they can sell it, they can make money with it. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, and they can show the streaming of the people listening to the streams now, which is more and more, which doesn't, you know, show up in the, well, it does show up, but more and more people streaming, they, they get those streaming numbers. And right. that's really well, they can also do group think, buys, right? If, if I you think it's, uh, cluster it's hard stations. to make money with the point eight. What if your main station is like number one in the, in the book, but your other station might be a point eight? Then you could do group buys, as Mike said, and you can piggyback right. yeah. them off each other, and that's how they well, can make that's money. True. Yeah. I mean, yeah. sales is everything. There's always ways they can manipulate the figures by, by, by how they sell their commercial load. Um, but also, I'm noticing even on the internet, now I, could, I can listen to the radio stations and I hear them. Even in New York, where you don't see as many local accounts, but I'm seeing a ton of national ads, a lot of them. And that's what's coming back. It's really coming back strong, at least in the New York area, That when I listen to it. And if I listen to WBBM on that, on that receiver, the same thing, national advertising. Not as much local advertising. Not very few mom-and-pop places that used to advertise on the radio or what they would call local commercials. A lot of, well, a lot of national. They don't need you anymore. They don't need advertising radio anymore. They they got Facebook and other stuff that they can advertise. It's free instead of spending the radio money. That's the way those. Well, no, talk. Facebook advertising is it's not free, Sean. Not if you. Well, pay no, no. Rent. What I'm saying is they can they can have a Facebook page with their business and tell about it. You know, they can have a just a regular Facebook page and post stuff. Hey, we're having this going on today. It's not buying advertising with Facebook, but they have they have their own page, and that's. You know, especially with losing all the money. That's worth a lot. Yeah. We'll see. But I think it's time for Jenny because she told me, she just said, wrote to me, and she said, I want to be on the air with my caller and format changes. Oh, yeah. I'm. You don't want to displease Jenny, do you, Bill? It's microphone, too. No, I did that once already today. I don't think I need to do that again. (laughs) We don't want to know. You better not go into that. (laughs) I just hit the lottery. Did you hear my phone ping? So here we go. Yeah. 
<laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of April 28th. WJNH FM 91.1 Conway, New Hampshire changes slogan from Word Radio to New Hampshire Gospel Radio. WRKJ FM 88.5 Westbrook, Maine changes slogan from New Hampshire Gospel Radio to Word Radio. AJR FM 95.7 Seattle, Washington changes calls to KJEB FM. KNBI AM 1240 Monterey, California changes calls to KMBY AM. WKQW FM 96.3 Oil City, Pennsylvania changes calls to WLOQ FM. WIFI AM 1460 Florence, New Jersey changes format from adult hits to urban contemporary and changes slogan from Amor 92.9 to Jams 92.9 KUSW FM 88.1 Flora Vista, New Mexico changes slogan from Tribal Radio to Four Corners Public Radio. WATS AM 960 Sarah, Pennsylvania changes slogan from the Choice FM 102.1 AM 960 to Liberty 960. WRLA AM 1490 West Point, Georgia changes format from talk to classic country. WTRP AM 620 LaGrange, Georgia changes format from classic hits to classic country. WJKR FM 103.9 Worthington, Ohio changes slogan from 103.9 Jack FM to country 103.9. WLRM AM 1380 Millington, Tennessee changes slogan from blues, southern soul, and more to vintage rock. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Wow. Hey, and hey our, one of your stations, Jeff, that we're going to do today, that's the one that switched formats. Yeah, that's correct. That that certainly is correct. I don't know. It, it, it But I don't see any... What I'm seeing is not a lot of... In, like, I don't know how to say it. Uh, really big format switches the, in the sense that a lot of slogan changing, a lot of call letter changing, but nothing... Like, people aren't looking at... Maybe it's me, Bernie, or Mike, maybe it's me, but they're not looking at, at, at making a lot of changes that way. They, they, they seem to be uh, trying to do as little as possible to to do anything that's really that's going to cost them a lot of money. In other words, uh, it doesn't cost that much money to change a slogan, but if you have to put a whole new format, that could be that could be somewhat expensive, I guess. So, and you're not seeing a lot of that stuff right now. But, uh, well, but again, radio works in cycles. I see this all the time. I've been doing, I've been covering radio and reading about radio for, for you know 40, 50 years of my life, and and radio radio is very cyclical in this respect. 
Well, that station at 1460 WIFI that changed their call letters and and that station, if anybody remembers way, way back in the 90s or sometime, that used to be an oldie station owned by Mike Vendetti, and it was a rare oldie station. They played stuff you just don't hear on the radio, and then he passed away, but that was quite a station at one time. We used to get them on our satellite receivers, our SCPC receivers. Oh, my. That station brings back good memories. Not so yeah, Well, it seems now. like the word oldies is, is dying. You don't want to call yourself oldies anymore. It's either classic hits or... Uh Like when I tell you about WB, WOGL in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and they've changed their whole slogan to Big 98.1, they're, they're, they're really playing a lot of the same music. But what I, I just got to hear them because I found out about the format change today. No announcers after the morning show. No, no announcers at all. No voice tracking, no nothing. I don't know if that's a permanent thing, but that's becoming more and more of a thing in a lot of radio stations. And that's unfortunate because, uh, because of, uh, uh, an art of radio announcing... And I hate to see it die, but it but it, it seems like it's becoming less and less popular for a lot of radio stations. You look at uh, WB, WBEN FM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which has a morning show, but no other radio announcers. And uh, there are a lot of other radio stations doing the same thing. And it's sad. It's sad to see that whole art disappearing. Unfortunately, I don't think a lot of pe- a lot of the average listeners care. Even no. we do, but we're not the average listener. We're well, we're yeah. above average. Hey, we care hey. because we want to, we want to see you employed for, forever. But of course, you may want to retire eventually. I mean, really retire. But I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying, Bernie. So if, I I think I'll be able to work there as long as I want. You know, unless something drastic happens. Listen. No, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, is it's it's very rare these days to see. Uh, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times. Well, this person has left this radio station after working for 10 years or 15 years at iHeartMedia when it used to be where radio careers were longer at one time. So it, it's a very interesting business. I, I will tell you, it's, uh, it's, it's if you're not willing to move, and it's not for the faint at heart these days, even more so today than maybe years ago. All right, Jeff, do you want these specials run back-to-back, or do you want a pause in between? Let's do a slight pause in between in case anyone wants to comment, and then we can run the, the second one, and then, then we'll, we'll, we'll do the, what we always do at the end, So just in case anyone wants to bring something up. Because I, I think we're going to be a little short, so... No, yeah, we're going to run a little short on time, but that's okay. Let's go ahead... And play this very first one. So you might want to set it up just a little bit. Um, this one we're going to play is, well, you've already done it. So here we right, go. Well, Let's just go. This week in my classic air check segment, we salute a radio announcer who passed away this past week. His name is Sid Mark, and he made a career of playing the music of Frank Sinatra on two different syndicated radio shows, Friday with Sinatra and Sunday Morning with Sinatra. However, he also was a very, very, very talented middle-of-the-road radio announcer. Before we play the air check of Sid Mark, let's hear how Frank Sinatra saluted Sid Mark in one of his live concerts, and then we'll listen to Sid Mark and the Music Machine from August 20th, 1989 on radio station WWDB-FM from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I should like to take a moment to introduce to you a friend who has been a friend 
for as long as I've been in this business, and it's been a long time, this guy is some kind of a man. You all know him so well because he lives among you here. And I should like to have him stand and take a bow. And I speak of the wonderful Sid Mark and his family are here this evening. There he is right there. I drink to you, Sidney. It's wonderful to have a, a friend like Sidney, and I've had, oh, maybe four or five in my career, people who have stayed with me when things were dark and uh, didn't change at all whenever anything else changed, and that's the kind of man he is. And I love him, and I say that publicly, I love him. He's one of the best friends I've ever had in my life. I had a lot of friends, but about three days later, they were all gone. <laughs> I ran out of money. But Sidney is a great man, and he's wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, The Music Machine with Sid Mark. And again, welcome. Welcome to the Music Machine, 2.05 until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We're all set and ready to go. We have George Shearing and Nat King Cole and a bunch more. So may we invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy 80 degrees. But the humidity is up there, so i got to figure it's Frank Ford, the Subi. All the windows are up. Air conditioning is on. Open collar shirt. He's relaxing. He'll be here at 3.05. What a great combination this is. The great Nat King Cole, along with George Shearing. This is Jakob Smirna for Bass Western. You know, when I used to check into other hotels, I always had reservations, but I stayed there anyway. Then I discovered Bass Western toll-free reservation number. It doesn't cost you anything, and they ask you many helpful questions. Like, Mr. Smirnov, in your room, would you like a king or a queen? <laughs> what a country. But I was hoping I wouldn't have to share a room. Reservations at Bass Western are as easy as 1-800-528-1234. 96.5 WWDB Philadelphia We hear you Pick yourself up Absolutely right. That is pretty. That's Nat King Cole and George Shearing on the music machine on a Sunday afternoon at 2.13 and 81 degrees, but the humidity is high, which is why it seems as warm as it is. Well, that means uh, one of two things. We're getting to the end of summer, although not really, but it's time to look ahead to fall. That's for sure. This portion of our program is brought to you by Thomas David. Unfortunately, they're only open on weekends because during the week they are manufacturing both men's and women's clothing, but they invite you to stop by each and every weekend located in East Falls on Scotts Lane just off Ridge Avenue and in Northeast Philadelphia, Northeast Avenue and Red Lion Road and take advantage of the new fall collection. We'll tell you more about Thomas David if you'd care to give them a call. It's THD 3155 THD 
as, as in Thomas David, 3155. As there is a new fall collection, there is always some new talent on the horizon. This young man's name is Joshua Breakstone. He's got this marvelous quartet out on the West Coast. If you follow guitarists at all, you are, I am sure, familiar with the name of uh, Barney Kessel because this young man plays out of that school. Well, you give a listen and see if you don't agree. This swings nicely. have a high IQ. You may be a CEO, CPA, ESQ, or VIP, but do you have a high IQ? Men and women who are really smart will buy fall clothing that's high IQ, high in quality, and they'll buy it at factory direct prices this weekend at Thomas David. Located in East Falls on Scotts Lane off Ridge Avenue between Allegheny and the Boulevard, and in the Northeast on Northeast Avenue off Red Lion between Bustleton and the Boulevard. Do you have a high IQ? If you're really smart, you'll select fine tailored suits, sport coats, skirts, slacks, furnishings, and accessories from our new impeccable collection of fall clothing and pay factory direct prices at Thomas David. This Saturday, 10 to 5, and Sunday, 11 to 5. Call THD as in Thomas David. That's THD 3155. I can only suggest to you as you get ready to uh, perhaps go back to school and go back to business this fall, start a new business, doing what you've been doing all of these years. If it requires that you wear a suit and a shirt and a tie every day, or ladies, if you must uh, go in a nice blazer or lovely dress, and you're looking for some factory direct prices without saying having to go visit our friends in Reading or drive an hour and a half away, it's right here. It's in your backyard. Uh, they have, a, for instance, if you wear a tie every day, gentlemen, they have a tie tree in the middle of their showcase that has 1,000 different designer ties from which to choose. They're located East Falls, Scotts Lane, just off Ridge Avenue, Northeast Philadelphia. They're at Northeast Avenue and Red Lion Road. But for further information or directions, call Thomas David, THD 3155. That's Thomas David, open on weekends only. People enjoy great combinations. How about the combined talents of Tony Bennett with Ray Charles. Let's give a listen. combinations for you, Ray Charles and Tony Bennett, and then the combination of Lena Horne and Sammy Davis Jr. here on 96.5 WWDB, the music machine. On a very warm Sunday afternoon, we're sitting with 82 degrees with almost matching humidity, so I do hope that you're comfortable. We'll keep the music cool, that's for sure. And this portion of our program brought to you by Thomas David. There's still lots of summer remaining, believe me. You'll hear that in the weather forecast to come, so if you still need something to augment your current summer wardrobe, they have that on 
closeout special prices, and the new fall goodies are there as well. They being Thomas David, Thomas David Clothiers. Factory during the week, they really manufacture some great clothes, but you'll see them all, ladies and gentlemen. All major credit cards are accepted. They're open on weekends only, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But for further information, do give them a call. Thomas David, THD 3155. That's Thomas David 3155. Well, at 2.30, we move on and suggest that if you're going out for dinner and would like to do something that is really comfortable and extremely cool and very tasty, that you try NASA's restaurant, N-A-S-A apostrophe S. We're talking the quality diner restaurant on Cuthbert Boulevard in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. If you're looking for something cool, relaxing, deliciously prepared food, then you for sure want to visit NASA's and do it today. Uh, they're right next to Camden County Catholic High School, right across the street from the Camden Court your post, so you'll have yourself a, a landmark. I was just sitting here looking at this album by Stan Getz and Joao Gilberto, Astru Gilberto, and a youngster by the name of Antonio Carlos Jobim, recorded 20-plus mm, years ago. It's truly astounding, but it's a quality piece of work, and it's going to last. I don't know. I can't get David Dye on the telephone, but I don't know that he could give me the answer either as to whether or not uh, there will be a Bon Jovi show 21 years from today. But in the meantime, this is here now. And as Sammy Khan said, wherever ladies and gentlemen gather anywhere in the world, and he said he's been anywhere in the world, you'll always hear two things, the voice of Frank Sinatra and the sound of Bossa Nova. What a cool sounding radio announcer. You just got to hear the late Sid Mark doing the Music Machine program on radio station WWDB-FM from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on August 20th, 1989. Sid Mark was the undisputed expert on Frank Sinatra, and it really showed when you listened to his Sounds of Sinatra radio show. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a classic air check that you'd like me to feature, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Boy, that was some kind of great. And this next part isn't going to be better. Experience class. I've got you. Escape the ordinary. Under my skin. And let the music play. But each time I do, just the thought of you makes me stop. With Sid Mark and Frank Sinatra. Because I've got you. Under my skin. Sunday with Sinatra. Sunday mornings, 9 to 1. Only in Philadelphia. And only on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. And again, welcome to Sunday with Sinatra. Not just any Sunday with Sinatra, but with our very special guest. And one that I'm always delighted to have in the studio because he's been so important to me and to the program. That would be Frank Sinatra Jr., That's Frank Sinatra Jr. And uh, softly as in a morning sunrise from the uh, CD, That Face. And of all the sides that are on there, Frank, and it's, I, I think it's a marvelous CD, that one has the most, to my ear, what's left of it, uh, the Sinatraisms in it. In other words, it was as if the chart were written for Frank Sinatra as opposed to Frank Sinatra Jr., the arrangement, Sid, was actually written for me and was part of my nightclub act. And one night, Sinatra came in for the show. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was enjoying it. And I said, you know what? Let's put it in your album. So I tailored it to his instructions, whatever it was that he wanted. And we, we altered the orchestration. 
And he never got round to recording it, unfortunately, because he would have done wonders with that arrangement. And, per his instructions, Sid, the album we were contemplating at that time had to be composed of all songs he had never sung before. He told me that. I said, oh, is that all? Yeah, no easy task. And I brought him songs, um, It Amazes Me, Easy Street, great tunes that he had never sung before. That was one of them. And regrettably, he did not record that. And years later, I said, let's use that arrangement. And we did it in this album of mine. Now, in your frame of reference, uh, you were saying that Sinatra came in. And the last time you were here, I'm grateful for every time you come here and you do whenever you're in the area, we finally made the differentiation on the air that for you, uh, not for the average listener, but for you, there were really two different people. There was Sinatra. There was the professional man known to the world as Sinatra, and I treated him as that because at one point, as you know so well, I had become his employee. When I was his conductor for the last seven years that he was giving concerts. Now, at home... That was father. Mm -hmm. That's something different. And he said to me, gee, I like that arrangement. And I said, all right, boss, let Mm -hmm. me put it on the list, and let's put it in the record. I think Foolish Heart, was was this the session that Foolish Heart came out of? We did four songs that night. His instructions to me, Sid, and this goes back to 1988. His instructions were, I want to make an album of ballads that swing, I want to hire the finest soloists in the business, and they all have to be songs I've never done before. Mm -hmm. So on that night, we had a swing, a light swing ballad arrangement of My Foolish Heart, the song from Camelot, If Ever I Would Leave You, wonderful Robert Goulet song, Mm -hmm. which he had never sung. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a beautiful recording. Then we did... Another song he had never done, the Arthur Hamilton tune, Cry Me a River. And Billy May wrote a dirty arrangement of that. That's on the same, that face album of mine. Mm -hmm. And then we did Softly as in a Morning Sunrise. uh, Regrettably, excuse me, he never got around to recording. Uh, That night he did My Foolish Heart, and he said, you know, I can't, I'm not doing good tonight. I got Mm -hmm. no voice tonight. There's another great tune. I say great uh, because... I like it, and the people like it, and I have to play it all the time. But I'm so glad you got to, as I was a fool to let you go. The Barry Manilow song, Sid. He loved that, and Manilow was the biggest Sinatra fan who ever lived. Barry Manilow still loves Sinatra. When my father, now it's my father, Sid, when Mm -hmm. he died in 1998, Manilow brought out an album, and he wrote a title song. Uh, which uh, the lyric of which was I found very touching. And now, some of it was predictable. The first line was, one man in the spotlight, one man standing alone. And when it came to singing about love, he taught us all. Great, wonderful tribute. But it was the next lyric, Sid, that Manilow said very reflectively in the song. He said, was there ever a time that he wasn't there Mm. until now? Wow. And that's Barry Manilow, who's a very, very sensitive man, writes excellent music. That's on his Sinatra tribute album? That's on his, it's the title song. He wrote it just for the album. And uh, he was, uh, and is, the biggest Sinatra fan of all of them. 
And it, this was absolutely wonderful to me. But when he said, was there ever a time he wasn't there until hmm. now? Well, I know that in, in my young, current adult life, whenever there was always, there were two people who were always there, as long as I can remember growing up, Franklin Delano Roosevelt and Frank Sinatra. It seemed um, like they would be there forever. Well, before the, we continue with Frank Jr., let's queue up and uh, get in. I was a fool to let you go. It's Frank Sinatra, World on a String, and it was uh, the first time that he and Nelson Riddle got together at Capitol. It was uh, somewhat of a, an unusual marriage, and I think Mr. Sinatra wasn't necessarily thrilled in working with someone other than his choice of an arranger. But Capitol said, try it. And for trying it, this was the result. And I remember Frank telling me, uh, Frank Sinatra Jr. telling me that you recognize it was a new color of the label, no longer the red Columbia. And now oh, was, yes. They, yeah. gone, they had gone to the purple Capitol label in those days. And that was during the time when Capitol was still Capitol, before they sold out to Electronic Musical Industries of England, EMI. EMI. Yeah. What happened was... Capital had a lot of people in the artist and repertoire, the A&R department. Today they call them producers, all right? Um, and they were all musicians. Dick Jones, the piano player with Tommy Dorsey, when Frank Sinatra sang with Tommy Dorsey, great musician. Big Dave Cavanaugh, band leader. Lee Gillette, who produced, quote, quote, the Nat King Cole records. Lee Gillette, former drummer. Um, and they all said, we want to get Sinatra away from the crooning. The crooning is in the 40s. We're now in the 50s. We want to put him with Billy May, who works with us. And at the time, they received the message back from him. He said, I, I can't leave Axel Stordahl. They made one section, one session, rather, with Axel. Nothing happened. Finally, they talked him into doing a couple of sides with Nelson Riddle uh, conducting the band, quote, quote. Billy May wrote the orchestrations. Billy May did not write the orchestrations. As Nelson said in his memoirs, Sid, many years later, and here's an exact quote. He said, Billy had a brief rush of blood to the head <laughs> that he wanted to go on the road with his own big band, and he did. Billy was not in Los Angeles, and they wanted Billy to do I Love You and South of the Border. Billy wasn't there. Nelson Riddle, who had been a ghostwriter for everyone, Les Baxter, uh, John Scott Trotter, you name it, everyone uh, in the past, Nelson wrote the famous South of the Border arrangement paraphrasing Billy May's writing. So they made the two... Billy May charts that night, Billy May in substance charts, and Sinatra said, um, all right, now what? And they said, well, um, try this one, which you just played. And he listened to that. He said, wow, who wrote that? And they said, well, this man here on the podium. And at that moment, Sinatra looked at him. He said, I, I know you. He looked at him, and he said, you're Nelson Riddle. You're the man who wrote Mona Lisa for Nat Cole. You're the man who wrote Unforgettable 
for Nat Cole. Nelson was surprised. He said, yeah, that's me. Well, that was it. From that point on, it started. The biggest example, Sid, came just a few months later in 1953 with a song called Young and Heart, Nelson Riddle. Written by Johnny Richards. Johnny Richards, the orchestrator's excellent musician for Stan Kenton. Yes, no more. Tried his hand at songwriting, Sid. He hated that song. Hmm. He had it on his piano. He crinkled it up like you'd throw a piece of paper you hated in the wastebasket. Apparently there was a window open. The wind blew this paper onto the floor. The housekeeper came in and found this piece of paper actually under a corner of the rug. She thought it had inadvertently been blown off the piano. She put it back on and sent it to Sinatra. Johnny Riches wanted to tear up Young and Hart. He didn't like it. Which brings me to your show, uh, which if you've not yet seen it, you're really missing out. Because I think you reference World on a String in the show. If I'm, not, I'm not, not really sure. I've, I've seen, I saw the show when you were here Memorial Day weekend at the Valley Forge Convention Center. And for those of you who have not yet seen it, this is not your show called Sinatra Sing Sinatra. This is the celebratory uh, program where you really, warts and all, tell the story of Frank Sinatra with these two huge television screens. And uh, why don't you tell the folks some of the things they'll see on screen that they wouldn't well, see elsewhere? Well, Sid, the, the philosophy of the show, which I spent two years writing, now we are now in, when we play at Borgata uh, coming up, it will be show 15 and 16. I've watched this show five or six hundred times in my mind when I was writing it. I believe that the people who come to hear the music are very familiar with the music. They've loved it for years, many cases for decades, and they are loyal Frank Sinatra admirers when it came to his music. The legends they have heard, we have heard. The legends are... Sometimes true, sometimes false, sometimes embellishments, augmentations, exaggerations, anything to make a story that people might want to tell someone else. All of this is a given, Sid. But now that it's a hundred years, the time is knowing the music and knowing the legends. Now it's time to learn about the man. And nobody interprets the music better than Frank Sinatra, Jr., that's Frank Sinatra and a zillion musicians recorded the MGM Sound Studios on stage. I guess this, there were no studios large enough to hold that orchestra, Frank? No, Sid, it was the Goldwyn, not MGM. It was the Samuel Goldwyn scoring yeah, stage okay. at the Goldwyn Studios. And there were many problems that necessitated making that the source point. And where was he during this recording? Standing in front of the orchestra? Standing right there. Just look at the cover of the disc and you'll see where he was. Mm -hmm. Right. And what it was, was that the recording studio, first of all, would not handle like 96 musicians. 96? Right. It was a symphony. Mm -hmm. And in those days, the biggest studio tape recorder had the capability of three channels in making a record album. Um, what had happened was, here's where that came from, Sid. All those years at Capitol, 
The management upstairs in the executive office said, Frank, why don't you make an album with a symphony? Now, at that time, Sid, my father had this attitude that one day he was going to have his own record label. So he kept tabling the idea of making the symphonic album. Yes, he wanted to make one, but he wanted to do it for his own record label, which he did in 1963. The technology of the stereophonic part of the recording industry in those days was still rather archaic. And rather than record on magnetic tape, they recorded on magnetic film, which they call Magnestripe. With the sprockets? It had the perforations on the film. A line of magnetic film had three discrete tape channels in the middle held in absolute registration by the perforations. And since the registration was so locked in, they could sync one Magnestripe machine mechanically to another one with three channels. Now suddenly we had six. Then they synced the two machines to a third machine mechanically. They recorded that album in 1963 with nine channels of studio stereo, which was unheard of. The thing that I... I wish I could have been there just to see it and hear it. But what was it like for you at 19 years of age to be present at at, something so magnificent? Sid, when he was singing those songs, I was standing about four feet from him, behind him, watching. Prior to that point in time, as a young boy, I used to go to the dates to visit my father. Mm -hmm. Now I was a sophomore in music school, and I was taking a lesson. Hey now, I'm so in love. What great. I love that you, the technology that they were using back then. Because my father had read me an article about that same thing when they were talking about 16 millimeter film to do that recording. And it was just incredible how they could get that all together. That is just a technology deal. You don't... Everything is done digitally. They have computers that do it all. This was was analog. This was in digital, and to and to get that all synced together is just incredible. Oh yeah, that was an incredible. interesting story about getting him into Capitol and you know with Billy May and Nelson Riddle. He was he had a dead period, and if you listen to like old time radio and stuff, you'll see him bumming around on different shows, doing guest shots with people, and he he had his own show, Rocky Fortune, and he did this and that. He was doing dabbling in movies. But he had a dead period from about 43 to about 53, 54, where he wasn't hitting the charts very much at all with no. anything. Because he, his music did sound old-fashioned. If you hear some of his late 40s stuff, it sounds like, you know, big band stuff that he had done five or six years. There was a change, a subtle change in the music, because I like a lot of stuff in the early 50s. And if you listen to music from 1949 and 50, it's different than 51 and 52. There's a mm. little just... Fidelity improves a bit. The, the uh, they, it's a little more upbeat. It's not rock and roll. It's it's you know the the Patty Page and the you know the K Star and all the stuff that you'd know. But it's just different than what they were doing in the late forties. And Frank, you know, they needed like they said exactly. He was right. They needed to get him into the fifties and get him going. And then once he and got going, he he rolled right into the you know through the seventies. And you know and what, Chris? That's why he left Columbia. Because if you heard, he said that the stuff that he had to do on Columbia, like doing the song called "The Hokey Pokey" and stuff like that, he said it was pure crap. I'm, so I'm just saying it the way he said it. He said right. he hated it. 
He didn't like any of the work he was doing at Columbia at that time. So when he jumped from Columbia to Capitol, his career really, really yeah. Well, Mitch Miller was in charge at Columbia and the, the Rosemary Clooney. But, you know, sometimes he was right. Rosemary Clooney didn't want to do Come Out of My House. And, you know, that got her on the map. So That certainly you know, did. Sometimes, but, you know. but, you know, but, but, but this is what happened with him. And, and then, of course, when he, when he got his own record label, which is Reprise, yeah. um, he, he still, and, and I will tell you, having seen him, and I didn't want to see him initially, but my f father suggested I see him. He says, look, he's not going to be around forever, and you're going to miss a show that, you, that you'll never see again. And I saw him at the... Times Union Arena in Albany, New York, mm -hmm. and I will tell you that was one of the greatest concerts I have I've, I've ever seen. Not because he was in the greatest voice, but the guy knew how to do a show. He knew how to perform to a crowd. And when I got to see him and Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet, those are the people that my artists that my father and mother adored back in the 1960s. Right. Um, and they were they were that. I think you know, you know what I'm saying, Chris. They yeah, were they sure. were they were that popular. So yeah, I, and I get that a lot of people don't like him, but today would would not understand it. But the show was fantastic, and 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 even even my wife at the time, Debbie, said to me, you know, that was a really great show. So uh, it was something that I will never forget. Mm -hmm. I def I definitely will never forget. Anyone else have any comments uh, on that interview by chance? Uh, Perry, Sean, anyone? They've checked out. They all dropped out of. <laughs> we we uh, Jeff. In all fairness to them, there's severe internet problems going all over the place. Our yeah. listenership has been oh. up and down, like a, a like a yo-yo. I will take yeah, care of that when we do the editing here. Weird sound on the on the interview there. It was some you know weird some weird stuff. Yeah, and, but it was okay. We could we could get we more could more. we could follow it, but it was a little yeah. uh, stretched out. Yeah, kind of there was some there. buffering yeah, issues. It was, but, it was kind of weird know. sometimes, but it was we, right. uh, we understand. Yeah. Ellen, do you want to unmute yourself, please? I I, I want to hear what you have to say, Ellen. That, uh, you have yeah, I, that was a great interview. I thought that was yeah. that was really wonderful. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm of the younger crowd, but you know, it's it's still a great and I you know. It's, but I thought the interview was really great. Oh yeah, and you know, and Nancy, and Nancy deserves credit too for Nancy for doing a lot of you know uh, the good music and getting with in with the, something stupid in 1967 that went right to the top. And you know, um, so Nancy was certainly a, a big part of his life as well, besides his son. But you know what? You know what she and, did that was very smart. Uh, when she got hooked up with Lee, Lee Hazelwood, she changed her image. She did not want to have the same sound as Frank Sinatra, so that's why right. she came out with all that country music and that the other stuff that she did. The uh, what was the name of that song? Phaedra. The, uh, uh, Phaedra and oh, yeah, Phaedra. he did. Yeah, wow. And she did uh, Jackson. You know, the they Jackson, did Jackson and and, yeah. and, and she did uh, you know these boots are made for walking. You know that's not something that Frank would have done. But no. but, but she developed a mark of her own at, at at this point in her at that point in her life and. That's that's what made her different compared, you know, mm -hmm. compared to her father. She did not want to be a also, copy of her father. Go ahead, Bernie. Also, the fact that it was 1967 when something stupid, as you said, went to number one. Yeah, and it it was a time when that song should not have gone to number one. It was no. just, I mean, it was flower power. It was psychedelic mm -hmm. rock. It was Motown, and all of a sudden you got something stupid going to number one. 
Well, you still had those people that were 40 years old uh, plunking down their money and buying records. You had my cup runneth over by Ed Ames. You had oh yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't like a top five number one. But no, they they had their all the and and look at all the Herb Alpert. That was that was really yeah. big then too, you know. So really, they still had their 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 ore in the water. I up on a fence post and shot them, but that's okay. <laughs> By the way, my, uh, my, my my father liked the song the Herb Albert album whipped uh, whipped cream because uh, well, oh my mom uh, loved it. Oh and, and, uh, but you didn't but time. you didn't realize is they had girls who were scantily dressed in whipped cream on the cover of that oh, album. Right. And my, and yeah. my I, I said to my dad, "Why do you like the album so much?" He says, "Well, I know you can't see, but let me explain the cover of this album." <laughs> <laughs> and he, and I understood exactly what he was trying to say because that's what that's why he liked it. But Herb Albert was a very great was was a great artist in his own right because A uh, and M Herb Albert and and Sergio Mendes they had that the A and M record label. A lot of great artists yeah. came out of that particular record label as well. So mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and he said one day he he did a song that no one ever plays. It was a really complicated trumpet piece called Rotation. He says I wanted to do music that's difficult, that that that's creative, and I couldn't be creative doing the, the Taste of Honey and the and and the Tijuana Taxi and all that stuff. But that stuff bored him after a while, and mm-hmm. that's why he came out with the avant-garde kind of jazzy music that he did on, uh, later on, because that's what he wanted to do in in reality. So. Uh, and and you hear his music today. I mean, uh, you listen to the reruns of the Newlywed Game and you or the Dating Game, and you you hear music by Herb Albert at those game shows. So I mean, oh yeah. And and the thing forever. is, after after he did all those early songs, he had the right to do whatever he wanted. That's right. You're darn right. You're you're darn you're darn right. What yeah. that song? What was the song he did? Taste of Honey. He did so yeah. much stuff. I mean, you know. You yeah, just, you just can't believe it. I mean, and, and the one I really like, the first one that, that was a hit for him was "The Lonely Bull." And that is so cool. Yeah, because, you know, with the crowd and everything, that's such a really neat song. I really like that one. And I like the I like the song "Rise" by Herb Alpert. I didn't know why I liked yeah. it, but that was in his later that's career. A nice but song. I, yeah, but I, I like that. But of course, the other song I like, and yeah, but you're a jazz guy. You like? I am a jazz guy. Jazz. Yeah. And the other, the other yeah. group that people never play is a, uh, and I know we're filling for a little bit of time because I, I want to make sure we end properly here. Is the is the is the uh, brass ring, and uh, they did that theme to the Benson and Edwards uh, Hedges cigarette commercial, and they did yes. a whole bunch of stuff, but disadvantages of you, and mm-hmm. they were a pretty good. Uh, oh yeah, a group. The other group that that my father liked, and I used to use their that record the records of theirs for production music when I was a kid, making tapes of myself doing radio work, which I I wish I had. Kind of playing around the Baja Marimba band. I wish oh, I, yeah. I really do the Baja Marimba band, and he That's loved right. that. And just, you ruined my album. You used it for production <laughs> music. What am I going to do now? You ruined my album. I said, yeah, I'll buy, I'll buy another copy. Yeah. He said, Don't worry, I'll buy it myself. I understand what you're doing. You're trying to improve your radio sound and everything else. See, he was pretty cool about it, but he was upset initially. But mm-hmm. but he he was okay with it, I guess. I mean, uh, you know. Uh, what can you do? I wasn't the perfect and you, child. You moved out of the way, and he hit your sister. So that's, that's right. I did. <laughs> right. I moved out of the way. And, and, Good and, job. And my, my mom said, "I'm sorry, I hit you, Sharon." I ran. I, I, I ran. She goes, "You better run before I get you." And I ran. I never. I hit into the closet. I think or something like that. Mm. I never got hit again. So <laughs> <laughs> that is a great story. I love that, Bill. You would have killed me if you were my father. I'm telling you, Bill. You would have. You would have killed me. I would. It was not the most obedient child out there. So. <laughs> What can I say? It's uh, the pattern is kept on. 
That's right. <laughs> there that's, you that's, go. Right. that's right. I've always been opposite, right? I've, I always have been. <laughs> just, just ask Kristen and all her. That's right. right. That's right. So, <laughs> but gosh, we got one more segment coming up. Uh, we want to thank everyone for tuning in and putting up with all our internet issues and of course as i like to tell folks and it's easy to hand off we have no control over that we fire right. it up it works or it doesn't work it's, it's, right. some, it's as simple as that they um, tell me on the legend well how come the email or this or whatever or whatever you know it just happens folks that's the way it is so you just roll with it, go yeah. on, and if it was perfect, I probably wouldn't be doing this. So, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> exactly. a it's a challenge. I was voice That's tracking today, and the computer crashed. So, you know, it's like yeah. it just happens. It yep. happens, and voice tracking is becoming more prevalent. And you could see voice tracking coming on the legend. And I think Walter's got his or he had his hand up, or somebody just lowered it for him. Um, Walter, do you want to say something quickly before we get going, or unmute yourself? Go ahead, Walter. Unmute yourself. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, yes, that, that, that was a very interesting interview about that, Frank. But mm -hmm. um, we used to uh, have uh, the, the person that was doing the interview, was Sid, uh, Sid Mark. We used to have his show, um, uh, Sounds of Sinatra, on, the, uh, on one of the station's of my uh, former employment. Uh, oh, okay. Good. Uh, 350 KRNT. We used to run them on Sunday mornings at 6. Well, mm -hmm. they're all, they've all been archived somewhere, and so as long as their contracts are allowed and as long as the, the company that is syndicated it continues syndicating it, they'll still be around forever. Yeah, no, you've made it when you're at 6 o'clock on Sunday morning. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know I've there. been there before. <laughs> yeah. This week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to LaGrange, Georgia, and we're going to hear small market radio. The radio station we're going to listen to is WTRP AM with their FM translator. The station broadcasts a classic country format, and I believe this is one of those satellite-delivered formats. And while this isn't the best radio station out there, it represents what a lot of small market radio stations sound like. So without further ado, sit back and listen to radio station WTRP AM and its FM translator on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. W255DP 98.9, WTRP 620, LaGrange, Georgia. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Chattahoochee Area Weather with Jack Bagley. Is it too soon to talk about our great weekend coming up? Today we call for sunny skies and a high of 78. Tonight look for clear skies and mild with a low of 52. Friday more sunshine, a little warmer with a high of 81. Sixty-seven is the temperature we have right now. Music you remember, WTRP Troop 989, Lagrange. I'm Kylie Summers. Later this hour, it turns out that people with tattoos think differently about tattoos than people without tattoos. More on that ahead. And have you ever heard of bouncing batteries to see if they still have life left in them? We'll talk about that and more. Stick around.
Classic Country Favorites, WTRP Troop 98.9. When you walked out on me. What do people without a tattoo think of people who have them? Some interesting insight. Next. Kylie Summers hanging out with you. You know the country is real with WTRP Classic Country, Troop 98.9. five Americans is sporting a tattoo today, which means, of course, that four out of five of us are not. Among those with a tattoo, most have never regretted getting a tattoo. And three in ten say it makes them feel more sexy. One quarter say that having a tattoo makes them feel rebellious. And 21% say it makes them feel attractive or strong. 16% say that it makes them feel spiritual. And fewer say that it makes them feel more healthy, intelligent, or athletic. However, among those without tattoos the opinions are really different. At least two in five say that people with tattoos are less attractive or sexy. One quarter say that people with tattoos are less intelligent, healthy, or spiritual. However, having a tattoo seems to make little difference in non-tattooed people's perceptions regarding strength and athleticism. Half of those without a tattoo say that people with tattoos are more rebellious. More and more sunshine this afternoon with our southeast breeze, highs upper 70s. Mostly clear, low 50s for tonight. Sunshine, low 80s tomorrow, mid 50s tomorrow night. Saturday, sunshine, high, low 80s. Sunday, mostly sunny, high, low 80s. Monday, all sunshine, high, mid 80s. Risk of showers and thunderstorms Tuesday. Georgia Chief Meteorologist John Weatherby in the Georgia 811 Weather Center. Contact 811 before you dig. The current temperature is at 69 degrees. Group 98.9. You're on WTRP. Classic country. Classic Country. LaGrange's Troop 98.9.
98.9. Half of Americans aren't taking great care of their health or well-being, a new research shows. A survey found 53% don't consider their lifestyle healthy, and the same number don't feel capable of doing anything about it. is wearing cowboy boots and a big old cowboy hat, you'll feel right at home at Troop 98.9 WTRP. Hi, it's Kylie Summers. Georgia Chief Meteorologist John Weatherby in the Georgia 811 Weather Center. Contact 811 before you dig. 71 degrees is the current temp. The home of classic country favorites. This is Classic Country, WTRP Troop 98.9. boy named Billy Joe grew restless on the farm. Maybe you've heard that you can test for a dead battery by trying to bounce it on the ground. The theory goes that a dead battery will bounce, and a full battery will make a thud and not bounce. Well, not exactly. A group of engineers at Princeton put this to the test using a bunch of AA batteries. And what happens is, as the battery's charge is used up, it produces more zinc oxide inside, which causes the battery to be bouncier. So a dead battery will bounce, but so will a battery that is 50% charged. That's still enough to power most devices. Yes, a dead battery will bounce higher than a 50% charged battery, which will then bounce higher than a 60% charged battery, and so on. But unless you have a bunch of differently charged batteries lying around to compare to it, How will you know how dead or how charged your battery really is? So bottom line, what this test will tell you is whether or not you have a fresh and fully charged battery because that battery will not bounce at all. But other than that, the test is pretty vague. Chattahoochee Area Weather with Jack Bagley. Is it too soon to talk about our great weekend coming up? Today we call for sunny skies and a high of 78. Tonight look for clear skies and mild with a low of 52. Friday more sunshine, a little warmer with a high of 81. 71 degrees is the current temp. True, 98.9. Country, we mean classic country. WTRP, Troop 98.9. Well, there you go. Radio is heard in LaGrange, Georgia, and radio station WTRP AM and its FM translator on 98.9. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595, hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. 
Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legends.